Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's start the final hour with our good buddy as we enter the, tube on, enter the tube. On the line is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports betting insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Ken, good morning to you. Do you have a New Year's resolution? Oh, that's a really good one. Uh, every year, I like, I my weight fluctuates so much. I feel like when I get to this point every year, do you guys eat a lot more during football season? That's like yes. a dynamic everybody does, right? Yes. It's like unbelievable, right? So you get to January 1st, and you just like go, I am gross right now. I mean, I am just, this is like the worst version of me. And then I always get to like April or May, and I'm like, all right, we're back. All right, like we're good again. And then just like, I... I don't know how to break. I, I guess my resolution is like try to break that cycle, but I have, I have no idea. I think that's just if you work in sports, that's the way it goes. I think you're just you're going to get to January and it's going to be it's going to be a really lumpy version of yourself, and then you're going to get to the summer and it's going to be the summer you're going to be like, how did I ever do that? Like I'm in great shape now. I play golf every day. I love my life. And it just then the cycle repeats itself. Maybe we'll try to break it this year. Maybe we won't. Okay, Ken, you might be able to help me with this because I I apologize. I listened to your guys' show. I I didn't listen on on Tuesday. How did you guys do the gambling show? Given everything that had transpired uh, on Monday, we did about an I'd say about an hour, maybe an hour and fifteen, talking about the Hamlin thing and how kind of weird it felt and seeing it and whatnot. But you guys are specifically a gambling show you give sports takes too but you do a lot of gambling like how do you do a show like that after the demar hamlin situation no i mean that's a really really good question uh i do not want to make light of anything that happened because it was a terrible thing but we we developed a really good plan for uh for what to do we uh we were both off that day so yeah. we just didn't we just didn't do the show um it, it would have been i mean the, we we had uh host who filled us. we were <laughs> we're going to be off tuesdays for the next month because we're going to do shows both days on the weekend so it wasn't that we took the day off because of the hamlin uh, thing or anything there was a show that day uh i think like 100 percent of the content on the show honestly for to a certain extent was about either hamlin or like some of the logistics around what happened um and uh and that's you know but i've been in that situation before and it's yeah i mean you honestly what you do is I think for most part, you just, you try to stay in your lane, really. Like we're, if we're a betting show, then people like, why are people tuning to your show? Right. Like, and for you guys, I'm sure you asked the same question. Like, why are people listening to us? Cause they want to hear about X, Y, and Z. Right. If I listen to a podcast about woodworking, you know, I don't, I don't really want to hear about like politics or something. Like I want to hear about woodworking. That's yeah. why I picked the podcast to listen to. If people are clicking on our podcast, they probably want to listen to sports betting stuff. So I think trying to like kind of strike that balance between why people are actually there and then something that obviously we're all thinking about. Well, again, not to make light of it, I, I won't even ask about spread stuff. I'm just curious how you view this weekend's Bills game, given everything sure. they've endured. They just started practicing. They have something to play for. New England has something to play for. I know it's kind of odd to ask, but like, how are you just viewing Buffalo this week and given everything they've dealt with. 
Well, right. And that's one of the things about betting markets, right, is they don't uh, they're unaware of emotional stuff that's going on or not unaware. That's the wrong way to put it. But like they're open for business, even if there's emotional stuff going on, like there might still be money to be made. I think about like the covid pandemic. Right. And there are a million terrible things about the covid pandemic. But you could also like buy stocks really low. Right. Because like airlines and airline stocks have gone down. Resort stocks have gone down because everybody was staying inside and people were getting sick. Like it's this is almost a kind of the same setup, right? We're like, well, something terrible has happened. There are also markets open to like register your opinion. And I, what I thought would happen has happened, which is that the line has come down a little bit. The Patriots have taken some money. And I think that makes perfect sense, right? Not, not that the Patriots have to be more competitive in the game, but it's just a game now with a little bit more volatility because the traditional schedule of the week has been upset a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like didn't practice at a normal time, getting a late start in the week, obviously like just not a routine kind of a week if you're not going to have a routine kind of a week and the other team is then maybe they become more valuable so basically that's kind of all that's happened in the betting market like what do i think is going to happen in the game i mean i think if it's just we're talking about football the bills are much better they should be favored by a good amount Uh, my number in the game was more than a touchdown before any of this happened so it could be a situation where maybe what's happened Maybe that causes the line to dip under seven. And maybe that's like a bad reason for the number to move. They're, they, they're still the Bills. They're still the football team. They're still playing the game. They're still at home in the game. Um, so maybe it becomes betting Buffalo under seven. I'll be curious if we end up getting there by uh, by the time we get the weekend. Interesting. One of the controversies here around the NFL, but especially in the Northwest, has been the Sunday night football scheduling because Seahawks fans, oh, yeah. are, they're livid. They're pissed that, you know, the Green Bay gets this moment in the sun on Sunday night football. The Lions might not have anything to play for. When you look at a game like that, is that one where you try and wait for the Seattle game to be concluded? Do you try and get ahead of it, assuming Seattle's going to win at home against the Rams and henceforth the Lions will have nothing to play for? Like, how do you handle a situation like that? Because the Green Bay's playing as good as anybody in the league, it feels like right now. They're on a roll. And Detroit, again, might be empty-handed going into that game. Like, how do you handle that from a gambling perspective? Sure. So I think what you've hit on is, I think one of the most interesting things is as sports betting becomes more popular I think people need to really understand that there's like two reasons to make a bet or like it falls into two different buckets, right? Bucket one is just like, what do you think is going to happen in the game? So like trying to predict the future, basically, right? Like what, like, well, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win or I think the Lions are going to play really well. So it's kind of just like, what do you think is going to happen in the game? There's a, the first reason to make a bet if you're sort of like a, a professional better, or you're somebody that bets early in the week or during the, during the week. It's like, all right, the number is this now. So Green Bay is favored by this amount. When we get to the start of the game, is do we think they will be favored by more? And so, like, I will what's called beat the close, which means I will make a bet at a number that like is like ages really well as the week goes on. So I'll give you an example for one that's already happened. Right, I bet the Vikings is a three point favorite three days ago, and I did that because Matt Eberflus started coming out talking about how he might rest Justin Fields. And if that was going to happen and Nathan Peterman was going to be the quarterback, the Vikings were not going to be three-point favorites much longer. They were going to be much bigger than three-point favorites. They are currently eight-point favorites in the market. So I didn't bet the Vikings because I thought they would win or like what I thought would happen in the game. I thought they would be favored by more as we got later, and I had a higher probability of winning my bet. It was not an opinion about football or anything. It was just where the number is going to go. Okay, well, if we go that to, to the Sunday night games, bring it back full circle to your question, Okay, if the, if the Seahawks win and the game ends at 730, 
Not what do I think is going to happen in the Lions-Packers game. Do I think that something is going to change in terms of the point spread? I think it is possible the Packers end up being favored by more once mm-hmm. that happens. Because I think whether we think the Lions are going to show up or not, or whether we think they want to be over 500 and they're going to give it a good effort, the betting market, I think, will like Green Bay more once that result happens. So I think if you wanted to bet the game now, I would only bet the Packers at four and a half. And why would I only bet them at four and a half? Because I think it's going to go up. It's more likely to go up than down because the Seahawks are so likely to win their game. Can can I ask you a hypothetical here? Like if we're to assume, let's just say Green Bay wins the game. Green Bay gets the final playoff spot. um, And let's say everything else remains kind of what it is right now. While the history doesn't suggest a, a, a great showing for Aaron Rodgers, I'm kind of one that like, I think a lot of things about the Niners are great. I understand why people like it. I think Brock Purdy is going to bite this team. Uh, it's a third-string quarterback. This idea that he's like some amazing quarterback that's better than Jimmy G, I, I'm not on with it. And he might. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. If Green Bay was playing San Francisco this weekend in a, in a wild-card game, where would Ken Barkley be leaning right now? Given all the – like, let's say Debo's going to play and, and anybody else you're thinking that's questionable, let's say they play. Like, where would you lean in a hypothetical situation like that? I think what you're going to see in that game, honestly, is a kind of like a, a distant cousin of the Tampa Bay San Francisco game and Purdy's first start. Remember how we all talked about that game and it was like, how can Tom Brady be an underdog to Brock Purdy? Like, how is that possible? That was like the surface level analysis of that game. And it's like, well, the answer is because San Francisco is way better because like at every position, they're better than Tampa Bay. That's how they can be. And they're playing at home. That's how they can be better. And I think if we get this playoff matchup, which is really likely now, like it's, that's the most likely matchup we can get at this mm-hmm. point in the, uh, in the two seven is green Bay going to San Francisco. If we get that, like be like be under no illusion. The Niners are going to be favored in the game and they might be favored by like a good amount. Now we'll see how they look on Sunday night, the Packers, because their rating keeps skyrocketing as they keep playing better. My like raw power rating in the game with home field is basically Niners by six. So, like, I would not be surprised at all if that's, like, the number we saw. Maybe you see four and a half or something like that. But, like, San Francisco is better everywhere except quarterback. Everywhere. Their defense is orders of magnitude better than Green Bay's. And Green Bay has been playing really well. They got a lot of explosive plays. Kickoff return touchdown, pick six. Last week, that, like, inflates the final score, obviously. Play for play the Niners are much, much, much better. And I think the conversation about that game will kind of mirror what we saw against Tampa, I would not bet Green Bay in that game. I think they would get run all over, and I think the Niners' defense is much better. Um, now, Green Bay can win, but like when I make a bet on it, uh, not even close to those numbers. I, the only reason I asked you that, Ken, because we might talk about that with you in a couple weeks. The only reason I asked is because Green Bay is so hot. So I was just kind of curious how you're sure. viewing them so far, and obviously we'll get to that when we get to it. Yeah, that's a six. Wow, that's – but I'm with you. Well, what would you guys make the game? Would you, so let me ask you a question, because I, I think it's like, I don't have to be right, by the way. And there's another game that's taking place this week where I could ask you the same question. Yeah. Or sorry, next week. We, we basically know that Dallas is going to go to Tampa. Mm-hmm. I also think we can be pretty, be pretty confident that's going to be the Sunday 430 game yeah. um, on Wild Card Weekend, like kind of the centerpiece, like best game that we have. Anytime it involves the Cowboys and Brady. I mean, I think, I think you're going to put it at 430. Um, if Dallas goes to Tampa... Like, what, what, what is realistic? What would you make the number? We asked seven people on our show. Every guest we had on, we asked them this question. We got a pretty wide range of answers. I would be curious what you guys, like, what would you make that game, Dallas going to Tampa in the playoffs? Uh, given what we've seen with Brady recently, a lot of three-and-a-half numbers against teams that are clearly better, I, I think Dallas <laughs> would be favored by five-and-a-half. I'd go four-and-a-half probably. 
Right. So like that's closer to my number. Like my kind of number is like five, basically, or something like that. But Dallas's defense hasn't been very good, especially their pass defense has been miserable for the last few weeks. Here comes Brady and a rebuilt offensive line with everybody back. Oh, no. And he and Evans had a million touchdowns last week. <laughs> um, this is this is not who I would bet on. I'm just saying, like, what would the number be? I mean, two weeks ago, this number might have been Dallas minus six. I mean, this might have been like a crazy point spread. Their defense is worse. Brady's getting all these guys back. If it was three and a half, would that be crazy? If it was three, would that be crazy? Just based on how each team is playing the last month or so. No, not really at all. The way that things are going right now. It's a weird week because there's something like I'm looking like the Chargers are an underdog to the Broncos this weekend. Like what's there's We don't know who's playing and who's not playing and what is going to be on the line for certain teams because the Chargers might have the five seed locked up before their game even starts because I believe the the, the Bengals beat the Ravens earlier in the day. That's correct. So the Chargers crazy, by the way, it's just wild. Isn't that ridiculous? So I'm like, but that's a betting angle. Like you've hit on a betting angle, by the way. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons why the points in that game has gone haywire is because if the Bengals are going to win, well, just think about this, right? It's uh, what time would it be Pacific? It's 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday. And the Bengals are up 21, nothing on the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's not playing in the game. The Bengals look awesome. They're up a lot. You should bet the Broncos at anything under three in the game immediately at that point in the game that's going to start two hours from them. <laughs> right. And the reason you should do that is because if the Bengals win, there's like, I think there's no chance Justin Herbert plays in the no Bengals chance. win that game. Yeah. And the Chargers have nothing to play for. Like Staley is a forward thinking, aggressive coach. Like he, like there's no way. And if there's no way Herbert plays, then how is Mike Williams playing? And how is Derwin James playing? Yeah, Players Allen, that are nursing injuries guys. that are questionable yeah. for the game. And the Broncos have everything to play for in the game. Like they are dying to win for like the coaching staff that wants jobs. The defensive coordinator wants to be a head coach. Wilson wants to get some rapport going with someone while he makes $90 million next year. Like this team wants to win. Like this is not, you know, Washington or Chicago who wants to get the number one pick in the draft and lose like dying to get the number one pick in the draft or Houston. I mean, this is like kind of a really funny setup and you're right. We have a game before that game that might tell us what's going to happen. So, I mean, on that note, are there any lines that you really, because I'm having a hard time finding stuff that I, I mean, I do like that green Bay line. I just, I think whether Detroit has something to play for or not, I like the matchup there. They probably should have beat them the first time the two teams played those weird fluky goal line interceptions that were deflected all over the place. I think green Bay's hot right now. Is there anything else that stands out to you that you really like? Well, I think it's, it's like not a week for like football analysis, right? It's more of a week for like who's going to play and who's not. And then when we get to the start of the game, is something going to be like way different than it is right now? So like, I'll be honest, if Nathan Peterman's going to be the quarterback, I actually think the number is still short with Minnesota. Like there are still sevens on the board. I think this number needs to be like 12 or something. If it's Nathan, <laughs> Peter. like they're not there. I just want people to be really, really understand this. There's a chance that Houston blows the chance for the number one pick by trying to win against Indianapolis and Jeff Saturday, like Houston's playing Davis mills. They're playing their guys. If they win and Chicago loses, the bears will have the number one pick in the draft. Do you think they don't know that? Like, do you think, why do you think Nathan Peterman's starting the game instead of Justin Fields? You think it's, oh, Fields has this magical hip injury that he got an MR. Okay. <laughs> like the guys had 17 injuries the entire season and demanded to play in the games anyway. Like they're, they're showing their hands. And now it's not that they have to lose by margins. The players that are playing will try to win. That's not the issue. The issue is Nathan Peterman's the worst quarterback in NFL history. That's the issue. <laughs> and, the, and that the Vikings need the game desperately. Like, have to win the game. Have to. Like, seeding is at stake. San Francisco could lose. Also, they got smoked by Green Bay last week, and they want some momentum going into the playoffs. I think seven's even short. Mm. And that guy, I just, 
Like, what, what are we expecting? The Bears lost by 900 to the Lions last week. Like, what is this going to be? And that was with Fields. What is Peterman going to do in the game? Probably, so I just, yeah. that would be one. And then I'll give you one live angle real quick. At some point early in the Tampa Atlanta game, Brady and the starters are going to get pulled probably really fast, like one series, two series. Kyle Trask is going to play for sure. Blaine Gabbert is going to play for sure. And a lot of guys are going to get pulled for Tampa. So that's a game where, like, okay, don't bet it pregame. But Atlanta's only a four-point favor right now. If that game's scoreless or Tampa scores on their opening drive right before Brady gets pulled, that is like a live betting dream in terms of what's going to happen because you know those guys aren't playing the rest of the game. You know that's true. They've already told you it's true. So that would be a game to target for sure, not before the game, but definitely during the game. Yeah, there's a lot of Matt Flynn energy going into last week this season. Um, sure. Let me ask you this because we'll get you next Thursday. What is your take on the national championship on Monday? Where do you reside after having the greatest semifinal that we've ever had in the playoff? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh I don't think there's some like massive number edge, right? Like Georgia has to be a big favorite. The total in the game has to be about this high, probably. Uh, I will probably end up betting Georgia in the game at like 12 or 12 and a half, something under 13. And it's just really straightforward, right? What we saw against Ohio State was an NFL caliber quarterback and NFL caliber wide receivers. God, I mean, like Marvin Harrison Jr., like might have been even better than I thought he was. And I already thought he was like the best receiver in college football. And that was. Like, that's a unique thing that Ohio State, that's a challenge they present that no one else, except maybe Alabama last year in the SEC championship, that only maybe those two teams can come to the table with. NFL quarterback, multiple NFL wide receivers, that ain't TCU. And, like, this is awesome, and Duggan's really good, but he's, like, college really good, and their receivers are, like, college pretty good. And that's not this. So, like, and like that's not Ohio State. That's not Alabama. So, I think Georgia's going to show up a little bit better defensively. And then on offense, uh, I think they're going to score on basically every possession. Because, honestly, Michigan should have scored on every possession and then somehow found ways to not score on every possession. So, I think Georgia scores every time they have the ball, basically. And then on defense, they do a little bit better. That probably means they win by margin. There you go. He's the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Ken Barkley, Insider Calls, are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app, and you can give him a follow on Twitter, at Lockie Lockerson. Good luck with the uh, getting back into the spring body journey on your New Year's resolution, and we look forward to chatting again next Thursday. Thanks, as always. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.